Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. This is Season 9, Episode 192. Title, Hodgepodge of Encouragement. Subtitle, In the Wake of Episodes 190 and 191. Episodes 190 and 191 were hard-hitting, timely, and the truth. They are two key podcasts that will shape and inform my ministry through Transform This City for the rest of my life. The world is in free fall, and we hold the keys for recovery and flourishing like the world has never seen. Friend, I believe that with all my heart. I talked to a dear friend of mine and partner in the gospel faith who is a missionary in Latin America. His report is sobering. In light of my conversation with him, I have some words of encouragement and warning that I want to share with you. I pray you will be ultimately encouraged by this episode. The content is a little hodgepodge, but all pointing toward the so what in light of the two previous hard-hitting episodes. Discussions include a report from the missionary field, prayer from my friend, and resources for your encouragement. My dear friend's name and location will not be used out of concern for his safety. He's in a Latin American country and serves in a remote village, sharing the good news about Jesus and meeting the needs of the impoverished people there. He and his friends are the only Anglo people in the area. This fact alone makes he and his family a target for harm and kidnapping. Just recently, a little girl in that area was kidnapped and held for ransom. The parents could not afford to pay the ransom, so the little girl was brutally murdered, and the photograph of her body was sent to the family and circulated through the village. My missionary friend saw the image. He described it to me. I can't tell you the horror here. It's too graphic. The nation where he serves is corrupt and ultimately lawless, where violence, greed, and extortion rule the day. The indigenous people are suffering in every way, from intense poverty, short life expectancy, polluted, unsafe drinking water, which he is working vigorously to help solve that problem, and the lack of the basic necessities for life. His neighbors are robbed of what little they have, and they are powerless to stop it. He said they wake up in the night in their tiny two-room homes to people standing over them, instructing them to stay laying down while the robbers take what they want. And the tragedy is the people have nothing. His mission compound has a 10-foot fence, paid 24-hour security guards, and remember, friend, when I say paid, where he works and serves, $5 a day is a lot of money. So we're talking poverty pay, poverty wages. And he also has three security guard dogs. Just a few days ago, two men jumped the fence and were on them before they knew what happened. The dogs intercepted them and the guards encountered them. The two men begged for their lives, then turned and cleared the 10-foot fence like Olympic pole vaulters, clearly supernaturally empowered to accomplish such a show of strength and dexterity. The indigenous people awakened to find the land that they have cultivated for generations being taken. Listen to this, my friend. You don't hear this in the news. We're talking about land that they have cultivated for generations. They wake up to find it placed under barbed wire fence, then clear cut of the rainforest, and the land turned into cattle ranches by the rich, powerful land thieves. The rainforest is destroyed, and the people are left destitute. Against this difficult backdrop, he shares the love of Jesus and battles for the care and their well-being. 
He and his family are champions for Jesus. He's not world famous, but he's famous with Jesus. He is living and serving in a place where the ultimate conclusion of corruption and godlessness is felt every day. It's a sober picture of what we are beginning to see here in our population centers and across our own country. When a nation forgets God, puts him away, and turns to Marxism, which is the political manifestation of Darwinism, you have rule by the survival of the fittest, and the ones willing to do the most horrific things invoke power and rule. His testimony, and he shared this with me, is meant for our edification, for your edification and my edification, especially here in the United States. If those of us here in America who really love Jesus and the people will commit to be people who are willing to stand in the gap, to fill in the breach in the wall that is allowing the disintegration of our Christian heritage in this country, friend, we can stem the tide and see the blessing of Almighty God here again and across the globe. And friend, I want to remind you that across the globe, the people in severe oppression still look to the United States for rescue and hope and help. As a matter of fact, he shared with me that a region in Ukraine, one of the largest population centers in the West at Lviv, that he had a chance to see the news, which is limited where he is. And the images shown on the television set were on the street where he lived when he was a teenager in Ukraine. And he said to see the Russian troops and the destruction on the street where he lived was sobering. And he talked to his family here in the States in one of the major population centers of our country. And he said to his mother, Mother, it would be like you waking up with foreign domination on your streets. It hits home. This is what he knows. He does the hard thing and he does it on a regular basis. Because why? He loves Jesus and he loves people. And so I pray for my missionary friend and his family on a regular basis. Here are the requests I make for him before God. These are requests that you can pray for people that you love and care for deeply. I pray for my friend and his family's safety, for their provision, for their peace, and prosperity in provision and ministry. The first request is fundamental to everything else. If my friend is not kept safe, nothing else matters. Secondly, that he had the necessary provisions for life to survive and be healthy so he can serve God in that hard place. Third, that he would know the peace of Christ that passes all understanding, which comes through the real power of the Holy Spirit. Fourth, that he would prosper and flourish. And friend, I'm not talking about a name it and claim it mentality in prayer. It is a prayer that he will enjoy exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think, so he can serve in freedom, unencumbered from lack, so that he has what he needs to succeed in getting the gospel to the people and meet their needs of safety, peace, and provisions. We need to pray for all our family, friends, neighbors, fellow believers, work associates, and the world in this way. I also have added some new resources of encouragement on our home base websites page, Life Helps. You can find the hyperlink in the show notes. They are features right at the top of the list. The hyperlinks will take you to the online resources. The new links are to audio resources. I have featured the Discipleship Library that is an amazing amount of rich sermons and teachings recorded over a 60-year period. Some of the, the greatest names in the ministry are featured on that website for free. Also, a link to A.W. Tozer's Sermon on the Holy Spirit. Also, a sermon by Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones called The Mystery of Prayer. It will encourage you. 
and a contemporary message from Dr. Jeff Shreve on peacemakers. Under book encouragement, I have a link to Stuart Briscoe's book on Ezekiel. It is a digital loan, but can only be checked out or viewed one hour at a time because the archive site only has actually one copy. You can also find the book online for purchase on the used bookstore websites. It's out of print and not available new. If you do check out the digital book, for the first hour, I highly recommend you get to chapter 9 and read A Man in the Gap. It's my life mission and message, and it will inform the rest of my work left on this planet. Finally, I have an Amazon link to J.P. Moreland's book on miracles. It's timely, conservative, and truthful. If we are to see restoration from increasing anarchy, disintegration, and atheistic domination, we must expect and see the miracles of God. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.